Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by... Hi, I'm Scott Hahn, and I'd like to invite you personally to join me and Breadbox Media on August 24th in New Oxford, Pennsylvania. For a day of spiritual renewal, I'll be presenting three talks, one on St. Joseph, one on the Sacrament of Matrimony, and another one on the Holy Eucharist. Learn more and register at breadboxmedia.com forward slash PA conference. I hope to see you there. Introducing the redesigned CatholicSingles.com, featuring new ways that put the spotlight on the person and their faith, not just a profile picture. For the past 20 years, faithful Catholics have used CatholicSingles.com, and the reimagined CatholicSingles.com website is ready to help single Catholics take the next step in sharing meaningful relationships with other faithful Catholics. Remember, CatholicSingles.com, for faith, fellowship, and love. Have you ever noticed that there's nothing really new under the sun? We apply the same principles Jesus did in his day, and we find that upon applying those principles, that new things come out of them. And those new things are both created through the pushing through of those principles, and also subsequently um, pushed through through the denial of those principles. John Nash wrote that, uh, you know, essentially Philippians 2.4, do of your own interest, be of your own interest, but also the interest of others. I have found over time that we consistently uh, rewrite these different things, brand them as our own named label, and these principles are ours, but they never truly were. They were all mapped out prior to us and we're simply following through with them. And as we demand that people claim our name to them and pay us for them, we do ourselves a disservice in realizing that they've always been there and that we can predict far, extremely far in advance with a willingness to accept what it is that it is and that those, none of those principles were, were ours. They were never meant to be in our name. They were meant to, never meant to be rebranded, that we are not God, we are not... Uh, we are subject to those principles just as much as we can choose to decide to take control of them and try to control other people and still not recognize how we're going to be subject to those principles either way. Um, that we cannot alter those principles. We can change the course of certain things only by taking control of what God essentially created for us. But it's truly that when we lift up God, that we are truly blessed over a longer period of time. And so if you, if you notice that these principles, whether it's a different coaching, I can't tell you how many coaching methods I've, I've reverse engineered to find out it's the exact same coaching method. That, it, that it's the same as psychology and everything else that everybody wants to say, this is definitely how it is. And I'm telling you, what matters is how quickly you can reconcile things, how quickly you can adapt. It matters is how quickly you recognize it's the soil that Jesus, the same explanation of the soil Jesus put out so long ago, and that even before that, it was, even before that, you know, it was, it was always there. It was never ours. We never discovered it in this lifetime. It's never ours to rebrand and to resell. And every time we do, we do so foolheartedly and with foolishness um, because 
Uh, truly, it takes away from the opportunity people have to give to the church. And by giving to the church, by giving in advance, that is how we create real relationships. That's how we show great authentic care. By making things an exchange, by making things you know, a focus on, well, I have to exchange in order to give. What happens is, is that those who would be the best ministers end up being life coaches or psychologists because you know, they have to, they believe they have to have an income to get what it is that they want. So they, they've rebranded with essentially God. Jesus is talking about the soil, the bitternesses of your life, uh, your, your distractions of the world to keep you from you know, what you're meant to be, or your goals or whatnot, and, and working those things out in fear and trembling and with reconciliation. Um, that people replacing drugs with uh, you know, how you know, work feels good, getting out, being healthy, keeping a schedule, which is healthy for everybody, and within, entirely within scripture. That as we rebrand things as, as those as our own, we take away from the church, and taking away from the church is not, should not be the goal should not be the goal because as we take away from the church rather than lift up the church and be part of the church what happens is is that people they look at God as an exchange and we full-heartedly cause a downfall that happens after us that we weren't willing to see we weren't willing to accept was wrong initially uh, so you know by trusting God and uh, giving control we actually gain control but it's when we take control, when we realize, we, we don't realize that we've decided that we're going to be God. And we are going to be the deciders of who's following this pattern on this coaching method or not, or who's doing this or that, and it's us that's authorizing them, not God. And that becomes a very difficult issue. That becomes a very difficult issue because, you know, those who would give then become those who take. They, uh, they don't lift up the church. Now they lift up Tony Robbins, John Maxwell. They lift up this person or that person. Look up the brand name, and the church goes to the wayside. And people wonder why people are no longer going to church, why they're no longer giving to the church. Well, it's because we've made the church into a business, and we've decided to exchange. We've made it into life coaching. We've made it into psychology. We've made it ours. And... We're asking, well, why isn't God protecting us for this or that? Well, what honor have you given to Him? What honor have we taken for ourselves? It would be different, it would be different if we were giving all those funds back to the church and we are indirectly uh, making funds a, a separate way. Our own way through something of the world um, that we could actually, you know, show as production. But when we replace the Word of God with a structure, a reinterpreting it, kind of like we we re, redesigned the, uh, not redesigned, but we retranslate into the current context. When we do that with methods and traditions, which the church has done for generations, but we do so in the means of an exchange, then we lose the point of the church because part of that giving in the church is to teach people to give in advance, to care for their neighbor despite the neighbor not caring for them or setting up a proper exchange. To follow through even when it hurts so that other people will follow through for you. To understand that leaning in and that suffering because when you don't, when you don't respect that, when you don't make the, what you do different than how you give, when you take 
God's glory and make it your own, that people don't know how to trust you. And you're wondering why people don't necessarily trust you, or even why they do only to such and such a point. It's because you've rebranded Jesus Christ and made him yourself. And that doesn't fit the third party principle and it will eventually cause downfall. It will eventually cause a huge struggle. And you're not seeing it now, but I guarantee you, you will see the effects the longer that it happens. You, we will think ourselves better and not realize that uh, you know we were made for a purpose and that purpose was both one we were to ask permission for, to ask for, but also to understand that even if we weren't given it, that we must be okay in that suffering otherwise. Because if we were to take on the honor and glory of God and pretend that we could do better, we could only be left with a bitter frustration afterwards, not realizing how we ourselves caused our own downfall because despite the fact that we could always go on, Jesus was the last you know, part of the desert, was offered everything, was offered the world. He could take everything if he just denied God and said it was all him. And in that, Jesus knew that if he had done that, you know, that that wouldn't be true. He would always know. And so here's the thing, is that sometimes we're led to think that we can do better or that we, um, we just don't know that what we're doing. But if we're not willing to pick up our cross and carry it, but instead that we must, you know, have our reward here on earth, while people are crying and suffering at the edge of our gates, we're being foolish because we've taken our, our heavenly reward and exchanged it for a bowl of soup. Our, exchange our eternal reward for a bowl of soup and this temporary reward here on earth. So what are you willing to do? What are you willing to sacrifice for what's right? Because many want to go to heaven, but few want to die. Everybody wants to have money, but few want to, want to earn it. Everybody wants to damage each other's reputation uh, to prop themselves up, but few want to give honor where it's due. So who are you? And who do you plan to be? Because I guarantee you that if you try to be God, you eventually, you may not see it now, but your kids will see it. They will see that hardship. You will see that hardship, hopefully, before you pass so you could possibly turn and repent. But if you don't, your kids might have to. And if they choose not to, the world is in for a hurt. Hello, this is international Catholic singer Anna Nuzzo, inviting you to join me and Father Dan Cambra of the Marian Fathers on a select international tours Divine Mercy pilgrimage to Poland and the Czech Republic. It takes place in September of 2019, and we would love for you to join us. For more information, go to my website, AnnaNuzzo.com. Thank you, and God bless. Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Jack Kane Ford. Find your next Ford Tough vehicle at KaneFord.com.